say, I'm so proud of you for doing the first step of asking for help when you needed help and knowing that you can do this yourself. We believe in you. You got this girl. You can do it. Yeah. I agree with Dee Dee. Everything Dee Dee said was good. (laughs) (laughs) Mercury Stardust. She's a beacon of hope in the darkest night. Mercury, Mercury Stardust. She'll teach you how to make it all all alright. Hey guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Maintenance is a Drag. I feel like every time that I listen to the theme song, I have to just say, party on, Wayne. (laughs) That reference is going to date me immediately. (laughs) Anyone who's a millennial and older is just like, yeah, she's one of us. Uh, (laughs) I am joined today by my wonderful good friend who I have not seen for a hot minute. Um, Madison's Entertainer of the Year, and one of the funniest drag queens I've ever met in my entire life, the one and only Dee Dee Purr, everybody. Hello, how are we doing, internet? I love y'all. So excited to be here. (laughs) <laughs> how's it going my friend i'm like you know it's going well in wisconsin it's icy cold just like my heart and i'm excited <laughs> to be here with you <laughs> yeah, i'm in i'm in my packer gear right now because the packers <laughs> are playing the 49ers in the playoffs right now oh. uh and instead of watching the game that i would want to watch i'm here with your dumb face <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome yeah. You know what, though? I know the Packers are going to win. Boy, I hope this ages well. And, oh and I don't, I'm i so secure that they're going to be okay that I know I can hang out with my good friend, D.D. Purr. No pressure on me, y'all. I... <laughs> All that being said, um, for those who are just tuning in for the very first time, my name is Mercury Stardust. I am indeed the trans handyman. My pronouns are she, they, and I am teaching people how to repair things in their own home, regardless if they're a renter or a homeowner. And this is Dee Dee. Dee Dee, what's your pronouns, my friend? I use she, they pronouns, but Mercury uses dumb slash stupid bitch for me. But, you know. This is not even a joke. So (laughs) Dee Dee has been been a friend of mine for a very long time. And when she has been on our stage, when I used to host burlesque and drag shows, I had a form that would go out every single week. And it would always be, what's your stage name? What's your pronouns? And pronouns change all the time for people. So I wanted to make sure it was always up to date. And I said that I will say whatever is in your pronouns, regardless if it's it, they, monster, whatever, this fucking bitch <laughs> put dumb bitch in the pronouns. And I, I, I was like, I got to commit to this bit now. I got to yeah. do this. And I would present you, um, welcome to the stage, dumb bitch, deeper. <laughs> Literally every time. And- and the audience never liked it. The audience never liked they, it. No, they were like, this is mocking. And I was like, I'm not mocking. I'm part of the community as well. I'm just yeah. like literally dumb and stupid. Yeah. We're two trans girls doing this. We're two trans femmes making this joke. <laughs> literally. Literally. All that's being said, Dee Dee, um, today we're going to be helping people fix their things that they have broken with things. <laughs> Okay. Now, how comfortable are you with the world of maintenance? You know, I am very comfortable with the world of maintenance. I ask people to fix things for me all the time because I break it. So you got the perfect guest to bring on. <laughs> you know, this is why I love doing the show because every time I have a guest on for this, it's their answer is I don't flip and know. <laughs> My dad worked in construction when I was younger, and we I helped build bathrooms, helped build bedrooms when I was younger. 
did I do it well? Do I retain that knowledge today? Kind of, but I did it. I know how to do it, kind of. We're just happy to be around, you know? <laughs> we're, Literally. We're, we're, we're happy to be here, and we have a house half the time or the roof above our heads, okay. you know? Okay. Yeah. All that being said, do you want to listen to the first voicemail so then we can get on calling people? Bring it on, Merck. Okay, let's do it. Let's roll the first voicemail. Hi, Mercury. My name is Julie. My pronouns are she and her. I am a fairly recent widow and a homeowner, and I have knocked a pocket door off of its crack inside my bedroom wall. Is there an easy way for me to fix this, or do I have to take the whole wall apart? Thanks a lot. Any help you can give me would be so much appreciated. Oh, well, we're starting this off with a real somber note. Oh, my God. Uh, First and foremost, we're going to end up calling Julian in just one second, but my heart just goes right out to Julian. Yeah, yeah, so we're going to be in our best behavior on this one. (laughs) I I will try my best. But but do you know what a pocket door is, Didi? A pocket? No, I was trying to listen. A pocket door, what is that? So, okay, so um, a pocket door is basically like a sliding door that goes inside of the door frame and into the wall structure, right? It can be a different, it can look in a whole bunch of different ways, but it basically just slides and tucks away in there. So you have no door that swings open, right? It's just like basically like a closet door that just goes into the wall. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's what we're going to be dealing with. I have some solutions on this. Do you have any solutions you're going to want to give? I actually took my closet doors off recently, so I could, I could help. I do it myself. Let's get a call on this person. Oh, <gasps> what? We have someone. We have someone. Julie, Hello? is this you? <gasps> Julie. Yes, it is me. Okay. Hi, um, Mercury. How are you doing, darling? I'm doing okay. Good. My house is falling apart, but I'm doing okay. Okay, well, we're going to do our best to help you, okay? You know, uh, can I just say right out of the gate that I know you gave us this voicemail today. So I know that you're feeling a lot of emotions today specifically. So I just want to check in with you and make sure you're okay emotionally before we get into a topic that might bring up some stuff. Are you doing okay? Yeah, I am doing okay. Yeah, it's really hard when we lose people in our lives and then we feel like we might not have the ability to do some of these things are our own, right? Right. And we had like a lot of plans. Like we'll do that when we retire. And then he just wasn't here for that. So Yeah. That's now so I have to do them all. Yeah. You know what? And you're gonna do a great job, Julie. You really are. When you're walking through the door itself, is there any track that's visible above your head when you're walking through it? Yeah. Yes. There is. Good. That's good. Because that means that you can probably fish the door out, and we're going to tell you how to do that in a few ways, and still get the track out, to still get it out of there, right? Um, and that okay. that's very doable. You can do that, okay? Um, it's not going to be impossible. It might be pretty difficult, but it's not impossible, okay? Now, okay. Didi and I are pretty good at trying to dig things out that are very, um, um, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this joke, Didi. That's why I got these nails, I... okay? I yeah, that's why you out. got the nails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. when it comes to tucking, we know our thing or two. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Julie's like, no, too much. <laughs> no, Julie, no, got never this. too much. Good. Oh, Julie, you're wonderful. <laughs> okay, so this is what we're going to do, okay? Um, you're going to okay. want just a few tools right out of the gate. The first thing you're going to want to get is probably a really good knife of some kind, like a utility knife, a sharp knife, anything you got. And then you're going to want to get like something called a flat bar. And when I say a flat bar, it's kind of like a crowbar, but like a mini flat bar. It's going to be like seven to eight inches at the most. You can get them at six inches. Um, <laughs> okay. um, and... <laughs> You, they all come in a lot of different sizes, you know what I mean? Uh, and it's not really the size yeah. we got to worry about. It's it's the angle. Anyways, that being said, there is the flatness that we need, okay? okay. And right. that it, the knife is going to be used to cut away any of the, the caulking 
that's around the frame, around the trim. Ah. And then you're going to take the flat bar and then put it underneath the trim and pop it off. Now, the reason why getting the trim off matters is that might be enough. Like, once you take the trim off, it might be enough to have just a little bit of a door sticking out. Maybe. I don't know how far it's stuck okay. in there. But it might be a little bit uh, of that. It might be out, right? And then right. you can grab it with some pliers or you can grab it. Like, even if you can, like, um, where the handle, it, it usually has like a, uh, a recessed handle that's in the door. Yes, is that, does. can you get that at all? Like, is there any way for you to oh, like yeah. grab that and pull that when you pull that? Yeah, just so like... I can, it just kind of rocks. I think part of it's still on the track. So it just sort yeah. of rocks back and forth, but so... I, I got it closed one night, then I couldn't get it open again. Okay. Yeah. So I think what we can do is just get the door off right and then we can always re okay. put the door back on at some point too right um but if we can get the yeah. door off there's a whole bunch of tutorials that will show you how to reinstall it and do all this stuff without taking apart all the drywall okay oh, that like, would be and, and that's the, that's the part that we always worry about with pocket doors right is it being so difficult for us to get to that we got to take up the whole wall and we don't want to do that so i highly recommend not doing that <laughs> you know okay but i don't think you have to i think I the trim very off, hard not to do that yeah but here's another thing <laughs> if you can't if you can't get to it now another suggestion would be is to get a drill bit and drill into the door right okay. and then to drill into the door uh, some people are going to think this is like a country bumpkin way of doing this but i do think no wait is this going to is this going to be like using the drill as a handle? Um, almost. You're on. You're you're thinking with the right brand. You're thinking with the right part. Okay. okay? <laughs> now this is what I'm. This is what I'm thinking. When we're dealing with this, um, you're dealing with a tiny little handle in the middle of the door, right? It's in this. Is that much to right. hold on to? What I would do. No, what my brain tells me to do is drill two holes, right, with a drill, and then put an eye bolt in through that. And then you have two separate handles that are distributing the weight separately on the door. And that will give you more leverage to work with it. Do you oh, know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, well, and, I do, actually. And that might help, like, get you some power. Now, you can't close them with, the, with those dumb eye bolts on, right? But that might be able to get it out right. far enough to be able to do some more with it, you know? And then the the way that they're strapped to the track is like uh is basically like um like a little nuts and bolts that you can take off once you get like a crescent wrench to it or some type of wrench set. So yeah. it won't be okay. that it won't be that difficult once you get the door out a little bit. You can take all the hardware off or tighten the hardware up or whatever you need to do, but at least you can see it. Do you know what I mean, Julie? Yes, I know exactly what you well, see the good thing is the good thing is I, it, it's the door to my potty and I live alone. So if it doesn't work, I'm not going to embarrass myself. Yeah. 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 And we don't want that either, you know? And he, no. here's the thing. If we take the, the pocket door off for a hot minute and we put up a curtain, okay. there's nothing wrong with that too. I did that when I was a kiddo. Right. You know what I mean? That's not, that's not a big deal. Whatever you got to do to make it work for yourself. Do you know what I mean? So, I but exactly I think that's a good I think that's a good start. That's a good start. And then, you know, there's a whole bunch of YouTube tutorials out there that can kind of get you the rest of the way that you might be able to find, you know? And all you want to put into YouTube is pocket door off track. And then you will get a whole bunch of stuff. The only thing that's okay, hard so to find is getting it out of the pocket. That's harder to find. So right. if we can get that fixed, it will be okay. Okay, so if I take the trim off around the door, yeah. I should mm -hmm. be able to pull the pocket door. I mean, I can I can grab it. There's enough to grab. But I just kind of have okay. to hop it if I want to move it. So yeah. if I take the trim off and then I have access to the track, I should be able to pull the door off the end where I took the trim off. You are, yes. That is so good, Julie. You got this, girl. Okay, that makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah, you got this. Nice. I mean, yeah. I, I have full confidence that you are going to be capable and able to do this, especially if your daughter helps or anything like that. Like, I know you're going to be okay. All right. And I'm going to impress that daylight out of my son-in-law who looked at I, that. Uh... I bet. I bet. Now here's yeah. the thing. When you put the trim back on, 
right? Um, make sure that uh -huh. when you put the trim back on, you're not accidentally putting nails through the pocket door and the the trim. I, I say that out of oh experience. Oh, my God. I never would have thought about that. I, I, I say that, that out of experience and not an acquisition. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, there was a time where oh. I... I took off the trim and I put the uh, installed the pocket door and I put everything back together and then I <laughs> screwed the trim right to the pocket door. Right. Oh my god, Mark. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was you a know, great eighty dollar fuck up. You know, we learned by by our mistakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, Julie. I'll say this: if you get to a point where you're like, "Ah, oh, shit," I'm going to tell you right now, the door's not working, so you really can't mess it up more right yeah like it's that's, not that's actually that's like an ongoing philosophy in my life it's like well yeah i have two options i can't use it as it is so and the I worst thing up any further then it's then we'll just throw it away and the worst thing that will happen exactly. is that you have a trim off and then you get you know you got to put the trim back on that's it the trim is really easy to do that there's tons of tutorials on that so as yeah, long as you get the yeah i think you'll be okay it's been kind of a running joke because in the year before my husband passed away, we had like, for some reason, every single room in my house is missing one piece of trim. <laughs> like there was a piece I caught on my robe and it wasn't hammered in right. And so I oh, took no. it with me into the room and he took off the, the top of a big bay window to get to something and there it sits. So. I'm like, there's one piece of molding in every room in my house I have to put back up. So. <laughs> well, that's good. That's a, that's a good memory. I'm happy that you have those, okay? I'll, I, I, I hope. Yes. So, Julie, do you I mean, feel confident? I don't know if I feel confident, but in my head it works. So, if I can, I mean, because I can visualize it working. So, yeah. I think, it... I think I want somebody here to grab, like, the other end of the door when I do it. But yes, I think yep. I can do that. Yeah, because you don't want to accidentally lock yourself in the bathroom. You know, like I, no. I, yeah. And if there's two of you pressuring up against it at the same time, kind of like, you know, jarring it, yeah, up, you know, like, out and in, I, I think it will work just fine. You know, but it sounds like you okay, have a uh, really good concept of how to do this, and I, I gotta tell you, I think I do. We, yeah, all of us go through um, different trials and tribulations, and I gotta yeah. tell you, this sounds like one that you are designed to be able to get done with yourself. I know you can do this. Okay. Thank you. You're you're Thank you're you. a wonderful human being. I can tell by the sound of the voice, you're just a, such a warm human, and I hope <laughs> nothing but good stuff for the continuation of the of the rest of the year for you. Okay, Julie. Thank you, and likewise, Mercury. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate no, you, you. You are. So you are so wonderful. I love watching. I, I watch your TikToks and I watch your videos and I frequently go like, I, I could do that. Well, you can do it. I could do, do that. You, so. Ju Julie, you're so sweet. I appreciate you and I wish you the best of luck. Didi, you got anything to put in before I, I we, we jump off here? Julie, I'm so proud of you for doing the first step of asking for help when you needed help and knowing that you can do this yourself. We believe in you. You got this, girl. You can do it. Yeah. Dee, you, I agree Dee Dee. with Dee. Everything Dee, Dee said was good. <laughs> okay. Now you're going right. to make me cry, so thank you. Know you what? We're going we're gonna to get off this call before we cry, too. <laughs> Our makeup is going to get so messed up, Julie. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. One second. Yes. I, my daughter has told me I have to tell you that she loves you. Oh, how old's your daughter? 34. Well, give my best to your daughter. I never know I because kids love me too. Like, like little kiddos would love me. And then I never know. You know what I mean? When I was on book tour. She's a little kid people. on the inside. Oh, God. <laughs> well, so am I. So am I. So is Dee, Dee too. Honestly, yes. this is great. Yes. Okay, take care. Bye, Julie. Thank you so much. No problem, Julie. You, you take care. Okay? absolute angel. Oh, you too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Julie. Bye. Bye, Gigi. Thank you. You're welcome. I did nothing to help. Yes, you did. Yes, you did, <laughs> Didi. I think here, here's the thing. Two strong, beautiful trans femme folks 
coming yep. in and 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 being like guiding lights for people i think that just our presence just our yeah, presence that's... does something dd you know yeah, i know i gotta tell you right out of the gate what a sweetheart this is why yeah. we do this this is why yeah. we do this you know i know i think of my mom when she my dad had passed honestly and she was like i don't know how to do anything i'm just like doing it all myself and then she just put her sleeves up and just started fixing it she was like i have to do it there's no other choice i remember when my mom died when i was like 21 22 um oh, and gosh. i remember i had to teach my dad how to do laundry we had to teach mm -hmm. my dad how to balance a checkbook um, yeah. and i remember i folded my dad's socks in a way that he wasn't accustomed to and my dad and i got in a 45 minute argument about the socks and at some point uh, it's actually ironic that i'm wearing this shirt because of the story but i put down the socks and i said this isn't about the socks is it and my dad said no it's about the packers and they're gonna lose on a sunday <laughs> at that moment in our life we couldn't emotionally communicate those things you know no, it was so difficult no. for us to admit that we were we felt lost without this really important person in our life and grief does yeah. weird things to our brain you know it literally does yeah I mean, you don't know the things you don't know until you're like wow i i didn't know this thing but even was the thing that i i wasn't doing so yeah okay dd all that being said uh crack a fart joke so we can move forward <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dee, Dee, are you ready for the next voicemail? Let's go, Mercury. I'm ready. <laughs> Mercury, this is Rob from Pennsylvania. My pronouns are he, him. Um, I had a question about water heaters. Um, I live in an apartment, and the hot water seems to run out after like five minutes, ten if we're lucky. Um, but I can hear my neighbor upstairs, and her shower seems to last for a really long time. So I was wondering if there's anything I can do on my end to fix the situation, or if this is something that my landlord might have to look at. Um, I would love to hear back from you, so thank you. Bye. Okay, I feel like anyone who's ever lived in, in a rental, this is a real thing for us. Like, mm -hmm. you have you been a renter your entire, like, adult life, Dee Dee? Yeah. 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 Same. 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 So, like, between us, we have like thirty-five years of rental experience. <laughs> okay. I, I, I will say right away. I love this idea that like this person is hearing their neighbor above them, and they're like they're still in the shower. They must be having hot long, dude. I'm when I'm in the shower, and I. I, I don't care if it's hot or cold. I'm sticking it out right. until my butt is cleaned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not getting, I don't care if I lose uh, hot water. I ain't getting out no. until the job is done, buddy. <laughs> no. And I'm the irate person that would hear that and go upstairs and start banging on their door being like, stop taking showers. I don't get water. Yeah, what we yeah, what do we find out that this neighbor is the reason why they don't have hot water? Oh, oh, I yeah, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, it is on site. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are we ready to, to to call this person? Let's go. Hey, Rob, how's it going? Hi, Mercury. Hi, Dee Dee. Hi. Hi. It's just us three having a good old chitty chat. <laughs> I hope that you got a good shower in today. Did you have a good shower? <laughs> um, it was short. I could say that. <laughs> Do you live in a cold or a warm climate, my friend? Um, I actually live in a very cold place at the current moment. We're, I think, like close to seven degrees right now. <gasps> no. Where do you live? What's your address? Um, I'm in What's your Pennsylvania. number? No, you're, okay, you're <laughs> okay, good. good. Yeah, that's oh, a little no. chilly. That's a yeah. tad yeah. uh, uh, nipply out there. Now, all that being said, um, how long, so is this something that happens seasonally or is this all year long this is like it? Um, it's all year long. We're having a problem with it. Yeah. Has it gotten worse now? Um, no, it's pretty, it stayed pretty consistent. It's, yeah, I, okay. I, we're not pretty, sure what the problem is. Yeah. Yeah. No, have you, I mean, I would love to see if you timed this. I would love it. I would love to see like time it.
from the moment that you start the water and then see how long it takes for it to heat up and then also get cold and see the consistency like stands because um the, if, if if it gets worse right um calcium buildup could be a huge component to it um wow. and and here's the thing you talked about the upstairs neighbor you think might have hot water longer than you and that's really hard to know for sure unless you're talking to them you know what i mean like <laughs> we, you know me and dd were joking that you know if I'm in hot water and then all of a sudden it turns to cold, I'm I'm, stuff, I'm toughing it out. I'm gonna finish that shower. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's hard to know, but if that is the case, now if that is the case, I mean, it could be the way that the the water is distributed. It could be that it, it, you know by the time it gets to you, it's already going through multiple sources. Are you taking showers at the same time of the day and all that that jazz as well, or no? Yeah, that I mean, that I guess that could be a problem. Problem, but um, I just I know I I we just noticed that she's definitely got a longer time like you said though i don't know what's yeah. going on there yeah yeah no yeah, yeah you don't know either <laughs> I mean, yeah yeah you don't know but 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 yeah. yeah it's a good it's a good assumption to make that she's just up there having a good old time you know <laughs> Dee, <laughs> no. yeah. what were you gonna say what were you gonna I say said, oh if i was you robert i would be going upstairs and banging on that door saying i need to get some hot water <laughs> I like how we all immediately assume it's her fault. <laughs> no, literally. All that being said, we don't know if that you you even share hot water here. Um, mm. I I would suspect you got a five gallon hot water here. I would suspect mm. it's a tiny ass water heater that's hooked up to your apartment. That's what I would suggest. Um, how, how long you lived there for? Um, I've been here for over 15 years, and this is a very Whoa. old building. Has Whoa. this been lasting? How long has this been going on then, Rob? Um, at least probably probably the last, what would you say? I'm sorry, I'm talking to my husband across from me. Um, I'd no, say probably, a... probably like the last eight years. What? Wow. Rob? Eight what? Years? Eight years? Rob? Procrastination? <laughs> Sweet <laughs> Sweet pea, uh, taking cold showers for eight years. How's your marriage? How's your marriage? <laughs> My God, if I was taking one cold shower, divorce the next day. <laughs> it would be unbearable to deal with. Oh my God, eight years. Oh, honey. Yeah, no, this you got to tell your landlord. You gotta, yeah, yeah. Because if it's probably yeah. how many how many uh people live in this building? Um, there's five different units. Do you live in a, like a complex? Do you live like in a? a no, it's like a it's place? it's like a basically like a brownstone almost that's been oh, split up. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm, interesting. Okay. Well, Are you on the bottom floor or the middle top? Oh, we're in the middle floor, but yeah. Oh, okay. A bunch he of stuff. asked a really good question right there, though. I will add one more thing. I am hmm? going to bet that this is one. Hmm. Boy, that middle one. I'm going to say this is a, a, an individual hot water here. Because if, you, if this is like a situation where someone retrofitted a, a place to be an apartment, does that, oh, yeah. would you say it, that's what, oh, it yeah. definitely this, is. And I, can tell I you, would say there's, a, do you know where the hot water heater is to your place? They're in the basement. And it looks like there's a couple different ones, but I don't know. Oh, Oh, there you go. That's it. That's it. And yeah, that's it. Because I, if you're in an, a, a townhouse situation, Rob, and you are like retrofitted, right? That's always a red herring. That's always it. Because that that means like like you might have a um two units that are sharing one big one, and then they like to cut costs. They probably like got the smaller one and they threw it onto you guys oh. that might have that because think about this if a place is not designed to be an apartment right yeah. there it is incredibly expensive incredibly expensive to try to retrofit everything to fit but like you got to have multiple bathrooms you got to have multiple you, so much stuff has to happen to be able to be an apartment at that point right 
So the cost, the overhead of that is fucking insane. And then, mm-hmm. then you have to put it in like a hot water heater to try to fit all of them or individual ones or multiple, right? And I think they went the multiple route and they cut the corner on one knowing that, you know, it might not be as much of an issue. So that's what I think <laughs> happened. I think that's what happened. And that's my honest opinion. So hopefully that knowledge works for you and you can yeah. figure it out going forward. Okay. I think this is a landlord, please. For the love of God, yeah. please. And if you lived there for 15 years, I would pull. Have you had them do any renovations in the last 15 years? Uh, we've okay. actually been most recently getting a lot of stuff done because of the cold weather. Obviously pipes are oh. yeah, leaking wait, here okay. and there. Those two things are different now. If they're doing it, so, okay, um, it, like carpet updation or appliance updated or a paint job redone, anything like that? Um, not recently. We are on our way to getting a new oven, but that's a whole other situation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it sounds like you definitely have like a, some type of relationship with a landlord. Uh, and I, I'm definitely like saying it with a squinty eye because <laughs> you know, it doesn't sound like yeah. a fun relationship. Um, but all that being said, um, I, I would say you lived there for 15 years. You've been a, uh, a tenant of theirs for a while. I think yeah. it's reasonable to say we need something to take a look at this hot water heater. Uh, these showers are lasting, what, three, four minutes or a little yeah. less. Yeah, I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Like that's that's a long time. That's you insane. can get you can get secondary hot water heater devices. Uh, none of them I would recommend. And there's a reason why I didn't lead with that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, none of it seems really safe to me. I've never used any of them that have made me go that I'm confident that's not going to ha- uh, cause a problem. You know what I mean? Um, so I mean, you can look into them and see if they're if they're something you want. If that's more of a convenient route than dealing with the landlord because that's always fun. Um, yeah. But honestly, I, I say I say go for it. What do you think, Dee I honestly think that too because I had my water heater go out recently. So if you don't even bring it up to them, you never know your water heater might go out, might flood apartments, might you might not have any warm water at that point. Yeah, absolutely. You know what, Dee's really right. You could... There is, thank you, DD, because you could make an argument, a real good argument, um, that there is a safety concern with this yeah. hot water heater that unless someone should at least take a look at it. And if, we've, if it becomes a safety concern, then legally they have to respond to it within a 48 to 72 hour um, response time, depending on where you live. And you live in Pennsylvania, so I think it's 48 hours on an emergency. So something like that, but I wouldn't hold me to it. But if you Google your state and then, you know, respond time from landlord from, you know, a maintenance request, you'll get some type of language about how long they have to do it for. Um, So, yeah, that that would be my suggestion. So, yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. I I wish you nothing but hot showers in your near future. Oh, thank you. And you know what? I wish your upstairs neighbor nothing but cold showers for at least a month. Oh, okay, no. I said it. I said it. I said it. <laughs> it wasn't the me. next it flight wasn't to Pennsylvania. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you've been delightful. Thank you so much for asking this great question, my friend. Oh, thank you both so much. You've been you have honestly been very, very helpful. Yay. I appreciate you. Take care, Rob. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Didi, did you feel like you were left in the dark in that one? What do you mean? Like, I'm left in the dark because one of my lights burnt out when I was talking. <laughs> I was trying to set you up. You dumb. I was trying to set you up for a good dumb. joke. You dumb. 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 Who's, who's the comedy queen now, bitch? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Okay, all that being said, can someone come and give me batteries, please? (laughs) Please help me. Yay, we fixed the lights and stuff. I feel like... 
I feel like I'm a god. Let there be light. <laughs> Mercury, <laughs> no, you're not Yo, Mercury, not. Do not. Oh my god, can we can we redo um Bruce Almighty but Mercury Almighty? Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, yeah, can it you would be, be so... can you be can you be my Morgan Freeman? Can you be my um my god? Oh god? Yeah, oh, god. you can be God. Yeah. yeah, you can be God. I love it. You'd be such you it. know what? You look like you would like, you know, like go down and hang out with Adam and Eve and talk trash about Adam with Eve. And then yes. yeah, and yeah, and the whole Apple thing, that was a misunderstanding. You just wanted to get rid of Adam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, that's my theory. That's my theory in the Stupid. DD is God universe. Okay. DD. Did you know yes. that I like root beer? <laughs> I did, Mercury. <laughs> did you know that I decided to make a whole segment on my show about root beer? <laughs> because like I, I know, doesn't it? I have a weekly root beer segment on this show. Oh. Um, and every week I test out a new root beer. Um, this Ooh. week it is something I can't pronounce. Uh, it is Ki- Kill Killbrew. Killbrew. Um, with the Hall of Fame taste, I think this is about baseball. I think it's about sports ball. Doesn't it look Works. about sports ball? It looks about sports ball, right? It looks about sports ball. Yeah, there's like a diamond maybe, and there's pinstripes, and pinstripes look kind of sporty to me. So I'm okay. going to open this, and I want you to interpret what my taste, what I'm tasting, just by watching okay. me. I want you okay. to guess what okay. I'm thinking about the flavors in my mouth. All right, I will describe it. It's going to work perfectly. <laughs> I am not sure about that. <laughs> Are you ready? This, yes, I'm ready. You gotta get the opening in there. Yeah, I want to hear that crack. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Good hang time. Okay, here we go. Ooh. Promising. <laughs> oh, it's a strong, pungent flavor coming from the outfield. Ooh, you do not like it. <laughs> it does not look like you like it. <laughs> I don't know. Is it sweet? Mm-mm. What? It's a it rubber and it's a, it... You know what? It it's, it's like grass. <laughs> it's, a, it's like grass. It's not Maybe great. That's why, that's why it's like a oh. baseball field. Like oh grass. shit, that's like it's like a baseball field. <laughs> I get it. Like the hop. No, I get it. I get it now. Okay, you're in the outfield and you're bored yeah, because it, you know, baseball's boring. They, so they yeah. literally picked up each of the little diamonds that you land on to, scooped it up, and put it into a hand for you. That sounds gross. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sounds and gross. I would drink it. I would drink uh, it. I like how even though I don't like this, I'm I'm just I'm gonna keep drinking it. Because you're a whore for root beer. Uh, let's know, be honest. This, this is kind of like my first boyfriend. I didn't like him and I still drank him. Anyways. <laughs> I liked him. He was a good guy. Good guy. Anyways. <laughs> Gee, we're not allowed to be together. We're not allowed to hang out, buddy. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> this is Mercury After Hours. Um, Ooh. okay, Ooh. but all that being said, it has like a it has like a dull flavor taste to it. It definitely it more root than anything. Like, you do, you know, like the actual flavor of root itself Ooh. that's very yeah. strong in this more than other ones. There is definitely no real sugar, or it says it has syrup in it. And do honey. you have to stir it? Hold on. This is my story. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you're supposed to shake cans of soda. Maybe it's like kombucha. Who knows? I don't. Maybe I don't know. If I gotta treat this like it's a fucking chemical experiment, I think something went wrong, baby. Maybe. Do we check expiration date before drinking? Oh, that tastes worse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Choices were made. Oh no, I'm going back to the Coke. I'm going back this to the makes Coke. Me happy. Oh, that was bad. Oh, 
<laughs> Not a fan they of that. Sorry, I did that right in the microphone, too. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh boy. I love okay. that on my eardrums. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure. You're just like, oh, it's just like back in the day with Mercury. Yeah. Nothing's yeah, changing with her. What is the one subject that you wish you knew more on? Well, oh, that's a loaded question now, isn't it? I wish <laughs> yeah, I knew it more. Is. I wish I knew more about vehicles, honestly. Like I was literally going to... Bitch, I was going to say the same thing. I wish that I was also the trans mechanic lady. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wish I knew more. I wish I listened to my father when they were trying to teach me when I was younger. I know a good amount, right? Like, I, I can yeah. troubleshoot. I've done spark plugs, and I've changed my oil, and I've... I've done these things, but there's reasons why I don't do a lot of it is because I'm not nearly as confident about that as I am about maintenance. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like I, yeah, I, no, I, I always, I always worry about giving people the just slightly the wrong information and then taking, uh, you know, a three ton vehicle uh, on the road and then like, yeah, no, Mercury Stardust said this is how you book you put brake pads on, you know. <laughs> No, no i mean hey you know what you and i know how to put pads on but when it comes to brake yeah. pads i don't know <laughs> i barely know how to put on either you know i'll but i'll teach you how to, how to do it yeah we're so honestly you and i are so pretty <laughs> we're so pretty it really counterbalances a lot of our sure. like intellectual inabilities you know yeah, yep. if people are just like, "Oh, Mercury Stardust, she's so smart," I'm like, "Already, like, oh, I got you fooled." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "You don't know Mercury truly, do you?" No, I I love when people uh will introduce me for like speaking engagements and stuff and be like, "Oh my God, it's Mercury Stardust. She is um a New York Times bestselling author." Is literally the weirdest thing that can be said about me because I feel like it makes me seem like I'm like almost like a desk jockey. Or it makes me feel like I'm very much like I am I'm I will come out and I will rip a big fart and then I will talk in the microphone. <laughs> and that's the Mercury I know and love. <laughs> I remember I picked my nose once when I was doing a speaking gig. I forgot. <laughs> I mean, I feel you. I fart every time I'm on stage. It's, <laughs> it's natural. <laughs> okay, for those who do not understand how uncomfortable farts can be while you are like just tucked to high heaven and just like wrapped in like whatever you got and then you've got a fart that air has got to go somewhere and there's not it's like <laughs> it just like bubbles up right in, uh, right in uncomfortable spots yeah oh, you man. know <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hey, Didi, that all being said, how's performing these days going, my friend? I mean, performing's been really great these days. I miss my burlesque family, definitely, but I'm busy. I'm consistently going all over Wisconsin, Illinois, and Minnesota. Um, I actually have my monthly show tomorrow, Mimosas and Musicals. Uh, Ooh, where we Mimosas just... and Musicals. Ooh. Yeah, it just won an award for being the best show in Wisconsin of all the drag shows. So, Wow, Didi. Yeah. Didi, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank Girl, you. that's so good. You you know, I remember. Okay, now I'm going to tell this story because I didn't tell this story Do before. It. Oh no. I'm gonna okay. okay. I remember you bright eyed and bushy tailed and being absolutely absurd at all my shows. For those who don't know, I ran a weekly burlesque show for years here in Wisconsin. And I um, would have my friends come and do the show all the time, especially Dee Dee. And Dee Dee is like, mm -hmm. I love me some good campy stuff. I love campy queens. I'm a huge fan of it. And Dee Dee one night came up to me before a show and told me what she was doing you know in the form people had to fill out to be in the show they had to tell me the act i didn't always have time to read the act but i knew that Didi was going to do something dumb that was Didi's mo is always something dumb yeah Didi comes and says okay so i know you don't want to have any mess on stage i don't you don't want to do anything gross so I designed this act to be done on your stage and making sure it's not going to be gross, but I am going to do something kind of gross. And I think you said yeah. something around the lines of, I'm going to have my friend Anita Spanks and they're going to be a nurse 
and they are going to stand behind me and they're going to pretend to thrust their arm up my butt <laughs> and i i'm pretty sure that i just like looked at you like mm -hmm. <laughs> and you said oh don't worry i it's like an anal prolapse number <laughs> and you and and how does the prop work because here's the best part for anyone who's listening it's not only is this imagery happening like this is just hardcore stuff happening yeah, uh, Didi's. You use as uh, a little. Uh, God, what is it? You you use. What do you use for the for the prolapse? <laughs> I can't believe I'm oh. asking you. <laughs> oh, I I made my own prolapse. It it attaches onto my butt. <laughs> yeah, it's fabric, baby. It's not. It's not anything bad. It just. Oh, looks it's just. Bad. Yeah. No, no. It's it's bad, Didi. It's bad. You can't, <laughs> Didi. It's bad. I remember. So Didi does this act, and my audience loved weird shit. It went over yeah. really well. It always went over really well with five stars. Yes. Now, where it didn't go over well was the first time I think that Didi competed for our local club show. There is a pageant here in yeah. Wisconsin called yeah. Miss Five Nightclub. And Didi decided that uh, for the talent portion of this show, that Didi was going to use this number in front of all yep. these old-fashioned drag queens to be the yep. one that she showcases her talent in. And I, I mean, here's the thing. The audio is of moaning. The, the audio that you have is, <laughs> like it cuts it over is. the music and it's just screaming. <laughs> so, I think an I want to say an important detail for the audience is that it was just how deep is your love? And that's, I think that was a point that we were missing throughout the whole Stop. thing was I was getting, uh, to how deep is your love I, I always forget what song it was but you're right it was but you did this at the pageant and the entire audience looked like they had seen a, like a massacre like they like oh we just yeah. witnessed murder on the stage <laughs> it was it was so bad i stand behind it because everyone was taking themselves way too seriously during that yeah. and i was one of the first people in the community to go to the pageant and say, F you, I'm going to do whatever yeah. I want and it, have some fun with it. That was a part of the era, especially for us here in our little town, where we were really pushing this, this notion of drag and burlesque can be anything. And all yes. bodies are burlesque bodies and all bodies yep. are drag bodies and all art is art. And yep. I, I really, I admired you for it, but I gotta tell you, it's still one of the funniest gosh darn things I've ever seen on stage. I oh, think about yeah. it; li it lives rent free in my head on a daily. I cannot. It, it, I I want you to know that the the last time I went into the ER and I saw a nurse, I could not stop thinking about your gosh darn number. That's how much it's been in my life. I can't think of nurses, DD, without thinking of you. Yeah, DD per yeah, yeah, DD. You're welcome. You're, ah, you're the absolute worst. Okay, Didi, you want to get back into actually helping people? Uh, not about people. I know you. I know, Didi. Okay, Didi. Now, the next one we got is actually going to be a one that we're going to, uh, it's just a, a written one. Okay, I'm going to read it out for us, Didi. Sisters, misters, and my fellow non-binary resistors, I applaud you for reaching the Trans Handyman Hotline. Your calls will be answered in the order of your... Just checking. You want this to stay monetized, right? <laughs> well, there goes half my script. Any sachet into the world of drag, bold or otherwise, would not be complete without the man People Magazine dubbed the drag queen of the century, who's been labeled the Godzilla of drag and who John Waters himself lauded as the most beautiful woman in the world. Almost. Yes, we here at Mercury Stardust Studios do seek to encapsulate the enthralling allure that is divine. 
Now, if you know anything about drag, you know it's not just a race to the top, but over it. Who can be the flashiest, the smashiest, and the downright trashiest? But back in the 70s, drag queens wanted to be Miss America and be their mothers, as John Waters put it in an interview with Baltimore Magazine. Divine was the one who altered the course of drag queens forever, donning miniskirts, tight dresses, flamboyant makeup, and big, big hair. Divine didn't just break the rules. He smashed them, ground them up, and snorted them for dramatic effect. The Pope of Trash, John Waters, is the world's leading expert on Divine because the two worked closely with one another. Waters' multiple maniacs was so salacious, he used to rent out churches for midnight showings so he could sneak the film past the censors. The cult sensation Pink Flamingos, however, was too big to be contained. Famous for a scene where Divine eats a handful of fresh dog feces, the film contained a cult following that's still going strong to this day. This springboarded Divine's career as both a disco star and as an actor. His most recognizable mainstream role was Edna Turnblad in Hairspray. But make no mistake, while some today might see drag as larger than life and more than a little political, Divine was clocked in and clocked out of their outlandishness. He once told an interviewer his favorite part of drag was getting out of it. Some people wear a suit to work, but Divine was rocking wigs and rhinestones on his daily commute. Divine passed in 1988 at the age of 42, just before he was set to guest star on Married with Children on Fox, which certainly would have taken Fox in a different direction, huh? If the spirit of Divine has enraptured and ensorcelled you, consider digging up a copy of Not Simply Divine by Bernard J., Divine's former personal manager. It goes more in-depth into the queen's life beneath the makeup. Ask your local bookstore to put in an order for you. And remember, as the boss lady likes to say, you're worth the time it takes to learn a little history. Here's Mercury. We got a wonderful question here today that asks us, hello, I just recently became a single parent and my ex took all the tools. Oh, damn. Uh, what are some of the basic tools I need to make sure I can do basic repairs? Didi, how, how many tools do you got at your home, buddy? Um, I got a few, actually. I have a hammer. I got a screw gun. I got okay. a, a Phillips uh, screwdriver. Okay, good. Flat hat. Okay, good. Uh, yeah. I okay, think that's, that's it. it. Okay, cool. Uh, you know what? You get a C plus. I'm proud of you for Thank having you. anything. I wasn't expecting any tools. So the Thank you. <laughs> besides yourself. So I'm pretty <laughs> Oh, I said it. <laughs> uh, yeah. People are gonna want to say, you know, like toolkits. I don't recommend toolkits. <laughs> toolkits are like um you get really bad quality tools and they don't come in handy when you need them do you know what i mean mm -hmm. like yep. they're they're like anything that's like cast iron or like cheaper metals can actually strip screws or um damage oh. stuff yeah the cheaper metals actually can damage the fasteners that you're working with so your screws your bolts your nuts all that stuff Interesting. it can it can actually damage the, the the stuff that you're working with so i don't recommend getting cheaper tools i recommend getting tools that are like Okay, today I'm going to do this project and I need these three tools. So I'm going to go out and get three quality tools. And when I say okay. quality, I mean like never the cheapest, never the most expensive, the middle. Okay? So you go mm -hmm. down in that aisle and you get the middle of the prices. That's okay. kind of, I think you, you, there's a lot more to this, you know, but I, I don't think you need to be a rocket scientist to know uh, kind of what you're looking for. Sometimes yeah. tools, Sometimes you're going to get really familiar with one brand. Uh, like I really like Klein tools. Klein hand tools are really good. Craftsman's are decent. Uh, DeWalt hand tools are getting better. Milwaukee hand tools are really good. But then you get like Masterforce. I don't trust Masterforce yeah. for anything. You know what I mean? So like yeah. you get Skill is another one that I don't trust. But like sometimes you're on a budget. You know what yeah. I mean? So when it comes to tools, just do whatever you feel best. And go by project specific to start with to try to build that catalog. But if there's going to be four tools I recommend out of the gate, it's always the same four tools for repair specifically. That's your multi screwdriver. That's a 10 in one. So that's like a flathead and a 
um, screwdriver, um, a flathead screwdriver, a flat, uh, um, a Phillips screwdriver. That's going to be um, a square bit, and that's going to have all different kinds of bits in there. I like those a lot because you can do a lot with that one tool for like ten dollars. Okay, yeah. and that's a pretty good price. And then a utility knife. Utility knives are so underrated. They're so useful for so so many projects. You'll need a sharp blade for that. Like okay. you should just have one around. If you don't have a scissors that's really capable of a lot of stuff or any type of like great thing, a utility knife really can be a cutters for a bunch of different things. So yeah. I highly recommend a utility knife. I always keep one in my little like tool drawer. And we all have two. When we're renters, we have tool drawers, right? You yeah. have one, pro mm -hmm. yeah, right. And mm -hmm. you yes, just throw it in there. Yeah, you just throw it in there, mm -hmm. right? And that's okay. Do whatever you gotta do. If you got a case for it, it, you can keep it nicer, and you won't. You'll have it when you need it. But if you don't, it's okay too. Um, and then mm -hmm. the one that's never in any this. The next tool I tell you is almost never in any of these gosh darn toolkits, but it's one of the most important tools you'll ever have, and that is an adjustable groove joint pliers otherwise known mm. as a channel locks it is used for like shower heads it's used for um you know tightening up uh any type of like hoses or anything underneath your sinks or tightening up stuff behind your washers and dryers and it, it it's 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 a universal plumbing pipe essentially and it is one of the most useful tools and it's because of the way it is designed mm -hmm. you cannot really get it for any less than 20 bucks you can get some of them for 15 but they're pushing the if they're great tools but 20 bucks is like kind of the the part i would get them for but i'm telling you if you do repairs and you need like an emergency repair kit that is like number one tool i would get wow. um and they're never in toolkits because they're too expensive to put in a toolkit it toolkits are anywhere between 25 to 45 dollars right if you put yeah. that in there in a decent quality tool, I mean, even at the the cheapest, it's fourteen dollars. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So like, no, it's already it, it jacks the price up right away. And I have gotten ones in toolkits. I've bought toolkits just to try them out, to try that specific tool out, and they are useless. I got a toolkit mm. about two years ago to try for for to for to review here, and it was like a Bixby and uh um and this Bixby channel locks was like the, the the way it locked was very unreliable it has like a big okay. mouth and teeth on it so it can go yeah. get wide and it can get narrow and those locking mechanisms on it were so unreliable and oh. it, it the metal when i put it on metal is i kind of test cast iron uh mm -hmm. tools by putting on metal and i see if i can grain away the teeth i could i could get rid of i could dull those teeth like that so it meant, it, yeah and that's the thing if you use it on piping or use it in a situation where you're desperate and you just made it worse yeah. oh my gosh you know yeah. like that's that's scary uh then it costs yeah. you way more then it costs you, then the money you didn't have to buy an uh the, to, to like use someone as a technician gets worse then it's not a 250 yeah, dollar job it's a 500 job or something you know Jeez. So those oh, are the first number. three. And the last one I will say is a metric and standard set of Allen keys. Mm. Do you know what Allen keys are? No idea. Um, Allen keys are like um, an octagon. Like they're like, like set screws. Um, they use a lot. Do, I don't know if this makes any sense. I'm going to throw it on the screen so people can see it. Um, okay. But basically... Um, these hex oh, tools, that. they're called, they're called hex tools. <laughs> yeah. For those who don't know, this is all happening in post. Didi has no idea what's on the screen right now. No, you are such no. a liar, Didi. Oh You're my God. Yeah, those. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> that being, that being oh, said. I have these at home. I know what these are. Are you actually seeing them? I don't know if Basil's actually yeah. showing you or not. No. Oh, they are. Yeah, I see. Yeah, they are actually showing me. <laughs> So I do know Mercury. <laughs> you are the biggest bold-faced liar I've ever met in my entire life. And this is my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but those are the four tools I would get. And then the mm -hmm. next step up would be like your torpedo level, your tape measure, your hammer, and then your drill. Those would be the next yes. four. And yep. sometimes you have local tool libraries. 
They'll have a tool library or a makerspace that you can borrow stuff from. Sometimes libraries will actually have tools that you can um, you can oh. borrow from. Yeah. So there's a lot of different ways to do it. You don't need to just invest your own money sometimes. You can start and see if you use it. And if you don't use it, then you don't need it. Didi, how did you get into performing? I got into performing. Um, so I have been wanting to be on the stage for years. I had done theater when I was younger. And then when I got into the drag scene, I found a place where they accepted amateurs. And I just started putting myself out there. That's the big thing about performing and any type of field that you want. You have to have that confidence behind you. You have to just put yourself out there. You have to try it. You're not always going to succeed. I definitely didn't when I first started. Yeah. And you got to be ready. That's perfect. For criticism. If you're confident enough in your skill set to start the process and knowing that the the least amount of knowledge that you're going to possess in this field, mm -hmm. if you go down this journey, is right now. Right now, mm -hmm. you are going to be the worst that you're going to be at it ever. Going yeah. forward, you will only get better. And I yeah. think that's a really important aspect of it. Same with drag, same with burlesque, same with all the things in, in life. When we start these journeys, we have to start at some point. And mm -hmm. when we are working towards bettering our knowledge and everything, we will get to a point that we are better at it. It just naturally happens. Yeah. You'll always look back five years from that, from that point and go, Poof, boy, yeah. oh, I know. I, yeah. I look back at Dee Dee's um, old drag photos all the time and go, oh, boy. Uh <laughs> You were rotten. I know. I set you up. I've been playing the long game with that joke. Oh, God. All right. You bitch. I know. I know. I love you. Um, I also oh, take... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, go on, babe. I was going to say, I uh, took a piece of advice from uh, Bob the Drag Queen when they ran for Drag Race. They had a sense of delusion they were delusional thinking that they were the best person and they ended up winning they didn't necessarily agree like now they don't necessarily think oh that was the best one there that was the best look blah 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 but they in their mind thought they were the best that they could be and then they just put it out into the world and they yeah. ended up doing the best i think that a lot of cisgender men especially in a lot of these fields feel similar and I think that energy can yeah. sometimes make us feel like we're inferior, right? Yeah. Because we don't naturally feel that way. And especially as people yeah. who are AFAB or fem in the world, yeah. we're, we're, not, we're not taught that confidence for us is an asset. Mm -hmm. It can sometimes be, you know, a deficit in some people's eyes, right? Yeah. So I think that in a lot of ways, it's like reframing how we view this and being like, you know, when it comes to this, you are great you got you can make this work you can make it happen mm -hmm. we're talking about a path to get into this industry i will say a tech school is one of the best ways to go so uh, a trade school of some kind any type of local trade school will be good there's apprenticeships all over the place yes and i will tell you right now is the best time to get into a trades period the demand right now for people in the industry is astronomical. It is mm -hmm. wild. And the demand for people who are not cisgender is even more wild. Like cisgender men are the status quo of this industry. And there's people who will pay very good money to be, feel more confident around people who are of the trans, queer, and femme communities. So like, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying we need more diversity in this space. I think it would breed more success and innovation if we do that as well, because diversity brings innovation. Diversity brings, you know, different ways of solving problems. And I think that's a positive thing to contribute. So all of that being said, that is what, those are the routes I would go. There's also a lot of certifications that you can go through, but I think you start the process by going to a trade school. And then knowing that there's a very good chance you will be the only person in that room who is not a cisgender man. And that that is something that's just very common in the field that we work in, you know, and that's okay. That's okay. But don't let it discourage you that your professors and your teachers and your educators are all that as well. So it's just, you know, take up space, take up space and be confident within that, within that world. I mean, hey, for me and Didi, we're two trans femme people in industries that are predominantly man made for people who are not this, you know? Yeah. So 
you yeah. know, uh, it's it's very, it, 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 you know, for Didi too, um, I mean, her and I both have very different paths to us coming to our identities. But like, yeah. I mean, it, it's interesting for me as a performer, I was often looking for spaces where I felt the most comfortable. And I was often in spaces where I was like not comfortable. Um, but mm -hmm. I just kept on taking up space that made me feel confident about myself. And that led to me finding discoveries about my own identity. Um, yeah. And I think that, that, that can happen as well. And Fox, you doing this and being in this field, your presence is important because like me and Mercury saw other trans femme people in our community and that helped get us to the place that we are now. So you never know you being in this field might help someone else that you're helping out be like, oh, it's important for me to be myself. So yeah, absolutely. Didi, you are so Yay. smart. <laughs> That's the first time in our entire friendship. That's the first time in, in our entire friendship I've ever said that you were smart. And I gotta say, I'm so sorry that I finally lied to your face. Um, and I am I hope so that... glad that it was on recording too, so that I ah! can play it back for you. Oh over. no, you got the last laugh. Oh, the comedy queen getting the last laugh. Who would have thought? Don't shake your boobs. This isn't this is a family friendly show. You we talked hussy. about fisting five minutes ago. Okay. Ah! <laughs> okay. Dee, Dee uh, I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show today, my friend. Oh my God, thank you so much for having me, Mercury. I love you. Do you have anything you want to plug besides your butt? Oh. <laughs> 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 I want it. Everything's falling apart right now. Just adjusting, um, just adjusting your cleavage and full on camera view. <laughs> I want to plug my social media presence, which is non existent, but you can follow me on all platforms at ddper, D E E D E E P U R R. If you are in the Wisconsin area or Midwest area, come up to Madison, Wisconsin. You can come see me at Five Night Club. Dee Dee is one of the most extraordinary people I've ever met. Um, it's been an honor to be with you the, the, this last hour. And I, I know that we always say this between each, uh, each other, but you are truly an inspiration to me all the time, my friend. Um, and I'm so happy that we take up space together. And I'm also really happy we're two trans femmes now because we haven't talked a whole lot since you've come out. So no, I just got to no. say, look at no. us. Two trans look girls. Us. Mm, yes. Oh. I hate us. Thank you so much, Thank Mercury, you. for having me today. Thank you. I love you. Thank you for making this sincere after I was trying not to. <laughs> yes. Didi, you take care. And remember, as always, for those who are watching at home, you're worth the time it takes to learn a new skill. Bye-bye. You're worth the time it takes to be you. She'll teach you how to fix your house, how to fix it by yourself. The trail.